Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Kim Thompson Pinder, the extraordinary word ninja and founder of RTI Publishing, where we work with you to ghostwrite and publish your signature book that will double your business by attracting clientele and position you as the go-to expert in your niche. Next, we will show you how to use your book to make lead generation and conversion a snap while building an audience. My guests include professionals, entrepreneurs, and coaches who use their skills to build people powerfully. They will share their story and powerful tips that will help you live better. They will also share their writing journey and how it has impacted their life and the lives of their readers. If you've ever wondered if writing a book makes a difference, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. And today is one of my favorite episodes of the month when I get to have some time with my BFF of more years than we're willing to admit, the content facilitator of RTI Publishing. And to be honest, just an all-round amazing person, Juanita Witten Radko. Welcome, my friend. Thanks, Kim. A gracious good morning to you. <laughs> it's always nice to get your day started off with some nice words spread your way, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so today we're going to continue our series on You've Got a Book, What Else Do You Need? And this is part three of it. And in the first two parts, this was actually supposed to be one podcast. And, <laughs> it grows bigger and bigger. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> One podcast went into two. Now it's four. It might turn into six. I don't know. We'll see what happens as it goes. We were having such an amazing conversation that we decided, well, it's just worth keeping on going and uh, mm-hmm. developing it a little bit more than just giving you some of the more general information. And so in the first uh, two parts, and you can just go back a few episodes to to see it, they would have been the uh, first and third Tuesday of March. So we talked about marketing and how, you know, your book, when it contains your core marketing message, you know, when you've written this signature book that's targeted it's going to make your marketing a lot easier because everything is is together. You know, you've got your book, you've got your brand, you've got your company, you know, yourself, they're all in alignment together. And when that happens, getting out there with it becomes easy. Mm-hmm. And then we also went into sales, you know, and, and what is sales and How do you use your book to sell and the different ways, both offline and online? And something I was thinking about in terms of that is not limiting yourself in the ways that you use your book in terms of selling. I don't remember exactly what we covered because it was, what, probably a month ago that we recorded it now, (laughs) but just something to remind people of in terms of their book is yes, you do make money from selling your book, but you make more money from using your book to get high paying clients. Mm -hmm. So you could sell your book and maybe make your print book and maybe make, you know, seven, 10, maybe even 12 bucks on it. But you know, if you're selling services that are 500, 1,000, 5,000, $10,000, 
And by the way, if you're a service provider and, you know, you need to start increasing your rates if you're not selling at good rates. And your book will actually help you to create uh, better selling packages that you can sell for more. So for me, you know, when we're selling packages, you know, that start at $7,500, I have no problems giving away a book because that leads to those bigger sales. Now, not every person I'm going to give a book to is going to become a client. But if you translate it in terms of advertising, there are other forms of advertising like print. People still use newspapers and radio. You can splash out. Well, for radio ad, I'm thinking back five years now. I, w- I spent, I think, $350, $450. And that was a shared radio promotion with uh, the downtown businesses. And that was my little chunk for 30 seconds of time. And this, I believe the ad got played maybe 16 times in a week, like morning drive, twice in the morning drive time and twice in the evening drive time. But that was one week. Whereas you, in giving someone a book, your book away, the cost to you is between, is it what, $12, $15? If you have to ship it. If you have to ship it. Less if you're just handing it to that person, obviously. And so when I think of that very random, the, the thing is with a, a radio ad or a newspaper ad, it's like you're throwing a bucket of water and hoping some of it lands on your lawn to water your lawn. Whereas handing someone a book is more like taking your sprinkler and having it go back and forth and back and forth and water it because the person picks it up and looks at it and is like, am I going to read this? Oh, I saw something on the news that is just what this book is about too, because that's what happens. Once you've been primed to look at something, whatever the topic is, you've been, you'll be, your brain is like, hey, I noticed the other day you were talking about beadwork. And look, I have been finding all these images of beads online. And we know that Google is listening. And and if you talk about it, these sorts of things magically show up in your feed. Maybe your book, your book that you have not written yet, is eventually going to show up on somebody's feed. (laughs) Well, and, and that's the thing, too. And I mean, even just having the book on the shelf, right? Maybe it doesn't get read right away. But, you know, when you're talking about your sprinkler analogy, your book is actually the soil, the seed the water, you know, it's everything to take this person from cold to growing into this hot lead that wants your services. Mm -hmm. So it's not even just sprinkling the water, it's walking them right through the process when they read the book. You know what I was thinking too? One of the things that I have learned with reading certain people's books or reading articles from their website or listening to podcasts, for example, like this one, there was one podcast that is no longer running, but it was the Get It Done Guy by Steve Robbins. And I really enjoyed it. And I liked it so much. I bought his book. And a couple of times I wrote in and one episode, he used my question as the topic. And he said, my friend Juanita. And I was like, yes, you talk about me. <laughs> because in my mind, I had 
a relationship. And that is something that people need to realize is that you, your book, using your word, is building a relationship with your customers or potential customers and your, your potential clients is that if you've written it well, they're going to think of you almost like a friend before you have really even had a lot of interaction. And I think that's important to keep in mind that you are consistent in your book persona and your real life persona. Obviously, if they don't line up, that's going to be a real dissonance for someone. But the point is, your book is you making friends with someone. Yeah, it's the no like and trust factor. Mm -hmm. Exactly. All right. So now that we've recovered those two again in a little bit of detail. <laughs> it's time to go on to let's, what are we at? Seven? Nine? <laughs> so this today, is a show that never ends. <laughs> I am all my friend. <laughs> but we wanted to actually focus in today on um, using your book with your network. And so just before I get into it, Juanita, do you have any initial thoughts that you want to share? I think that a lot of people tend to discount the size of their network. Oh. Maybe you're an introvert. Now, this is also coming from this podcast is being brought to you by two extroverts. Now, there's a shocker, isn't it? As, <laughs> as the song and dance finishes, what? You're extroverts? Tell me this isn't true. <laughs> Coming as extroverts, and that I think that just touches back to the uh, point of the book does some of the friend, the painful friend making that introverts don't like. <laughs> I, I'm teasing, I'm teasing, but I think that people tend to minimize their circle of influence and they tend not to realize how big their network is who are the people in your neighborhood who are the people in your network kim yes when you were talking about the extroverts it just kind of reminded me back um i had uh nick shelton on the show and actually he sent me his book and it's an introvert's guide to world domination so if you are an introvert listening today and you want to know more about, you know, how as an introvert do you build a network, then go back to that episode. It's Nick Shelton and the, it's the title of the book, An Introvert's Guide to World Domination. So I just I'll got have to get a copy. Pardon me? I'll have to get a copy. That, that sounds interesting. <laughs> So anyway, I love it when my guests on the show send me books because then it reminds me of them and I get to promote them. So I'll have to remember to send a lovely email off to Nick and let him know that he has been on the extroverts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the extrovert episode of the Author to Authority podcast. And that's, that's the thing. Introverts, a difference between introverts and extroverts. I'm married to an introvert, which is why I'm so speaking so authoritatively about it. Introverts have such a rich inner life and in a rich mental process. And I, I realized that when my husband is taking the time to really think over something, that's how he processes information. Whereas me, rather than have it go in one ear and then noodle around in my head forever, I have it go right out my mouth and look at it on the outside and see, <laughs> oh, maybe that was a dumb idea. <laughs> oh. So the, when I saw that title, I thought that would be really good to know because an, an introvert isn't going to tell you their world domination plan, whereas an extrovert will be the one who's going, 
guess what? I have a plan for world domination right now. You're invited. It'll be fun. Come on. I, I I will maybe play this part of the podcast for Jason because he'll be like, yeah, that's my gal. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Um, and, and this is why sometimes Juanita and I just go out and do things together because, you know, taking our husbands out to stuff is... It's a different kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to give Ross credit, especially in the last year with COVID. He has, on the few rare occasions when Michael's has been open, he has driven me to Michael's and walked around Michael's with me. So as I feed my crafting hobby obsession. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I started the Entrepreneur Emporium, because... Now I have a reason to craft because I'm selling it. So by the way, if you like motivational and inspirational, yes, this is the commercial for the Author to Authority podcast for today. Uh, if you like motivational and inspirational mugs, t-shirts, notebooks, tote bags, that kind of thing, go to the entrepreneuremporium.com. And, and I agree, like introverts do process things differently. Ross's thought process and mine are probably about completely opposite. and. You know, sometimes it's a miracle we're still married after 30 years because I think it's only the grace of God in our lives. We haven't killed each other yet. <laughs> you know, one of these days we'll actually get around to writing our book. And if you haven't listened to previous episodes, I'll, I'll tell you the title of the book Ross and I are going to write one day. It's called How We Survived 30 Plus Years of Marriage When Divorce is Not an Option and Murder is Illegal. <laughs> so, but anyway, let's get back to our network. Yeah, tell the listeners who's in our network, not just your husband, your, your marital partners, your husbands, your significant others of whatever persuasion. Mm -hmm. Who I, do you work with? Yeah, I think the important thing about building your network with your book is how it positions you. When you go to a networking event and you introduce yourself as the author of, there's this air of credibility. And I think something I was thinking about today is when you become an author, there's a confidence that comes that you don't expect. Hmm. I remember when I wrote my first book and it was on network marketing and I went to my company's conference and all of a sudden everybody was paying attention to me. You know, people I had to bring copies with me because people wanted them. And then when people found out my name and they're like, I read your book and Something in me changed. It, it wasn't an ego thing. It wasn't like, oh, like I'm the queen of the castle. But all of a sudden there was like this, I was visible. That was the first time I really felt visible as an entrepreneur because I'd always been invisible. And it, it created just this little bit of confidence in me that, you know, maybe I do have something of value to give. It's proof that you really know what you're talking about. Yeah. When people stop and talk about you and they say, Kim has written such an amazing book on entrepreneurship. She's written a book on that. She is a, an award-winning author. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that people will do your bragging for you. It's not that, and it's not bragging at this point. It's, it's just, this is my body of work. This is what I've put out there it gives you a better sense of your value for yourself and I think that's a, a growth thing that we all mm -hmm. benefit from 
I, I would like to add that we need to talk. I, I, if I were listening right now, I'd be like, but who are these people? And have you talked, not just family members and friends, but other businesses that you would do business with? When I had my brick and mortar store, I made friends with the neighboring businesses on either side. And there's a business association that I was involved with. There were other groups. If you are involved in a service club, mm-hmm. like Lions, Rotary, Probus, those kind of clubs are very interested in having speakers at their meetings. And if yeah. you have a connection with service in ways that build and help your community, that is a huge network to tap into. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things that I, I like to teach is a whole bunch of C's because, you know, uh, when I was wor- working on the ch- this particular chapter in the Author to Authority book, which is coming out this year, I needed to take a short break from it, but um, it is in the game plan to be completed in the next couple of months, and then we will have a very big book launch around it. But I, I have a bunch of C's that are easy to remember in terms of who's in your network. So you have your crowd. Okay, these are people on the peripheral and they're watching you. You may not know them yet, but they're seeing you out on social media. They're seeing you at networking events. You know, they're kind of on the outside looking in, but they're important because they're watching you. They're not ready to do anything yet, but they're watching you, right? And you want lots of people watching you. And then, of course, you have... Uh, your clients and your potential clients. So clients are people already work with and potential clients are those who are kind of starting to come inside. You know, they're not cold on the outside. They're people that you're getting to know that you're starting to have connection with and they're really starting to warm up to you and your message and what it is you have to offer. And then there's your comrades, you know, your, your Ruskies, your comrades. Well, maybe that was inappropriate, but anyway. That's how I kind of thought of it. It, it. To me, it's a Russian word, but not that it's bad because I am part Russian, believe it or not. And uh, so I love my comrades. And Juanita is a comrade. She is a, a person, you know, we're, we're on the same level in terms of your business. It's someone, you know, who's about the same place that you are in business, going through the same things. Comrades, when you have a group of close comrades, it's really important because they are the ones that help hold you up when the business gets rough. As much as I don't want to admit it, when you're an entrepreneur, there's a lot of times your family doesn't get it. They, they don't understand. They love you. Hopefully they're supporting you, but they definitely don't get it. See, when I'm having the really rough days and I go to Juanita and I say, I'm done. That's it. I just want to quit. I, I, I. I, I can't do this anymore. Now, those days don't happen too often anymore. But Juanita has heard those words out of my mouth on a few occasions. She looks at me and she goes, yeah, that's not what you mean. And I go, yeah, I know. I'm just having a really rough day. And she's like, I know you are, but we're going to work through it and things are going to get better. That's what your comrades do because they know you really don't want to quit. You're just frustrated. You're tired. You're having a bad day. Things aren't going right. But when you say that you want to quit to your family, they're like, okay, dear, we'll support you in whatever you decide. And it's like, no, that's not what I need. (laughs) Yep. I love that. There's a a movie with Simon Pegg called Run, Fat Boy, Run. 
and he's getting in training for a marathon and his landlord is going to help him train for this marathon by chasing behind him, uh, uh, by following behind him. He's in a mo- like one of those motorized scooter chairs. And he's like, well, is there any special technique that I should be using? And he's like, yeah, pick one foot up and put and put the put it down and then do the same with the other. And, <laughs> and then it's like, well, what have you got that spatula for? And he, it's one of those big like barbecue metal spatulas. And he goes, whack on the on his butt. <laughs> and he's got <laughs> motivation. <laughs> and he's like, ah, stop it. And anyway. <laughs> That's exactly what comrades do. They give you a good old swift kick when you need it, but lovingly. Then you have like collaborators. So these are people that, you know, could be at any level in business either above or below you, but they're people that you can work with who don't do what you do, but have a similar audience that you do, who have a similar target market. And so you can collaborate on things and pull your, you know, your, your markets together to create results. And then there's connectors. And I have some amazing connectors in life. These are people, um, sometimes paid, sometimes not, uh, who love to connect people together. And when you've got connectors, when you've got good connectors in your network, it's a steady referral base for you. I've got a few connectors in my life, and they have been an amazing blessing. Um, You know, there's been some rough times in the business, and it was those referrals that, you know, that pulled us through as, you know, during, during the rough time. And then coaches, those are people who have been where you've been and now can teach and train you. So, you know, you really want those people in your network, but here's the thing. When you, when you're that author, building that network becomes a lot easier because the crowd pays attention to you because you're different from other people. You're an author. Obviously it's a positioning tool that you're this credible expert to your clients and potential clients. Not so much with your comrades. Right? Like your comrades just love you no matter what, whether you're an author or not. But collaborators, people want to collaborate with you when you're an author because, again, you're that perceived expert. And you are an expert, but there's the perception of it as well. Connectors, again, connectors see you as valuable. And coaches see the potential in you when you write a book. And so a lot of times they will invite you to be a part of their tribe because you've shown that you've got something that they want to work with. Any thoughts, my friend? I was thinking that this would sure be a great infographic or PDF that people would enjoy. I was just typing what you were saying and (laughs) that's kind of my thing. I (laughs) I like taking notes. And I was just thinking, wow. The uh, the five C's that you talk about here, I'm sure that this is probably featured in your upcoming book, Author to Authority. But, but I don't have a nice graphic for it, so that's a good idea. Yeah, I was thinking if I were listening right now, how much would I love to download a PDF of information about the five C's? So, well, you're you're my, my list, you're my list keeper. <laughs> <laughs> You know, because we we're doing nothing at all. We're just twiddling our thumbs here. <laughs> how, how many books are we working on right now? Ten-ish, if not some more? I don't know. I've lost count. Uh, yeah, we have 
six books in active mode. We have at least three in uh, about to kick off. So yeah, on on the docket, we're probably close to ten books yeah. simultaneously. This is why I need her. <laughs> <laughs> she she keeps everything running. So we're just about out of our time, my friend. So do you have any final thoughts you want to share today? Sorry, y'all. We didn't get to this <laughs> part four. <laughs> oh, no, we're, we're doing part four next. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, good. I thought, I thought we were supposed to squish three and four into one episode. That's you good. We've got to do two episodes this month, so we're splitting it into two. <laughs> oh, you're so smart. I would say I'm going to give a homework assignment because... I'm so fun. Get a piece of paper and make a list of everybody you know, however you know them, and think about whether they might qualify as comrades, whether they might be potential clients and collaborators or connectors. Mm. How's that? See see who you can um, figure out who's who, or me, and of course the crowd. And I think the important thing is to remember that you don't treat these people all the same, mm-hmm. right? You're, you're not necessarily going to be selling services to your collaborators, maybe occasionally, because maybe there, there is some crossover and you guys can do some business with each other. But, you know, when you work with a collaborator, it's not about selling them your services. It's about getting access to their audience, mm-hmm. right? A connector will not buy your services at all. But if you develop that good friendship, if they want to be paid, you pay them, right? Don't be grudgingly with the money when it comes to a good connector. But, you know, they won't work with you. But if you treat them right, they will refer a whole ton of business to you. Mm-hmm. And coaches, you know, those mentors, those coaches, will they hire you occasionally? If you have the right product service and you've proved yourself to them, yeah, they, they could hire you. But again, it's the value of the training that you receive from them. And when you become close to them and when you've proven yourself and you become a valuable part of their tribe, you become known. And now you're accessing their tribe. So just remember, you know, when you're dealing with your network that it's you don't deal with everybody the same. Don't try to sell to everyone in your network because you're, you're losing out on the value of them. So this has been Juanita Witten Radko and Kim Thompson Pinder on the Author to Authority podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you on the very next episode. Bye now. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Author to Authority podcast. I have a free gift that I would love to give you. Coming out this year, I am releasing my book, Author to Authority. And if you are an entrepreneur, solopreneur, small business owner, professional coach, or speaker, and you want to find out how to gain visibility and how to build your business bigger, stronger, faster, then I recommend that you download a free sample of the Author to Authority book at www.authortoauthority.com forward slash get dash the dash book. It's going to be a great resource for you that teaches the author to authority concept and the six key areas that you build authority in and how you can use a book to do it all faster. So don't forget, get your free copy today.